Hello and welcome to uh, Epic MW. What were you going to call it? I don't know. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> the only podcast. <laughs> We've got a new audio set up. We don't... Do we know what we're doing? Well, it's it's Dan knows what similar to the other and one. He's left it with us. <laughs> We've just used more microphones. Yeah. I hope you like it. Any feedback about the audio is much appreciated. Um, as we're going to be working on making this more tasty. And any feedback from the audio is not welcome. Absolutely. That's very good. Very good. Thank you so much. Shall we end on some ASMR yep. from Tom? the music section of the podcast. Music. Okay, so we're going to talk about... Um, so we've done a, a version of Gidgea, which is based on last year's version, which was made virtually. Um, did you want to speak a bit about that, Otis? Uh, yeah. Hello. Every year we That's gonna it. do a uh, year of... Uh, every, we do some good year, um, like Tom said, um, and I really, I really enjoy them. I really enjoy them. Uh, I really enjoy making a making a, a good year song. Yeah. So, have you? How have you been involved in it this year? Uh, um, Jane gave me a part to sing in. I'm not sure which one it was. Though. Mm-hmm. What part? What What part was that? It was. When Jane said, uh, when you know, and um, I know when Abby sings um, about everything has changed, and mm-hmm. I, I come into the part where uh, I do the. Everything has changed. Yeah, that. Nothing yeah, is better. better. Yeah, and then it's and then it's twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. And me and you've been practicing for for a gig that was that we've just done, haven't we, Tom? We have. How how did you find that? Very good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the name of it? Um, the Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, was, I was singing in the in the band. It was three o'clock. It started. I, I was uh, I um I sang into the mic with um. But yeah, I really I really enjoyed it this year. Christmas lights. Switched on singing. Good. Yes. Good. Was anyone else at that gig? Were you there, Jack? Which Christmas lights? We played a gig um, uh, where they turned the lights on at the end of the. Turned the gig where they did the lights on. Where? When? Because so Chris, credit announced oh, oh. Christmas lights. Oh no no oh no oh no. Were no. no, you there? Were yeah. you there, Stu? Were you there, Stu? No. No? I was with me. In bed. Cool. Uh, right, so I think we're going to listen to that song. Was it a good year? We got a new song. And you can shout it out. You can sing along. Everything has changed. Nothing is better. 2020 was our wake-up call. Here I'm part of Silence red, we failed to see a global pandemic born in complacency, a rise of fear and anxiety, social isolation on your own city. We can wait impatiently, wait, 
So that was the uh, recording of uh, Goodyear, Otis. Um, so we recorded that in a December session on a Friday. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you want to talk a little bit about how we recorded it? Do you remember how we recorded it? I kind of do. I mean, I'm not... We did, um, we did, um, not know much. Probably not, I probably won't know much about it. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Well, do you, remember, do you remember what we did? Yeah, we, uh, we wrote it first and then we had to patch it first, didn't we, before we... Yeah? We but how did we record the vocals on it? Um... So we did it um, with, um, we did it like multi-tracking, do you remember doing that? So each person had to go, like, so we did like loads of vocal layers, so each person could have their voice on it sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, we we had a, I mean, we joined it there, we we had our voice on there, had our voice on it, and then... What else we did? Um, so we're, we're writing, are we going to write another one about 2021? Okay, so, well, that one was about 2021, but I suppose we'll do one about 2022, won't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, do you want cans as well? Very good, Dad. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's proper, it's uh, proper radio. No, it's uh, exciting, mic, isn't it? Uh, no. <laughs> we have been working with drama students. Abby, can you tell us more? Yeah, of course I can, Ethan. So um, we've been working with some drama students from Exeter University who are on a placement. Um, and we basically said to them, you can do whatever you want, but we're currently building a mermaid, so it would be really mm. cool if it was something around that. Um, so they've been coming in on Mondays and Tuesdays, and they've been spending some of their time helping us build our mermaid. And then the other half of their time, they've been working with us to create a performance, which I think we're going to film on the 16th of December. Um, the performance is kind of loosely based on this mermaid and and also based on um, the sketchbook that Jane's been kind of collecting things for for years and years. Um, so the sketchbook has stories from newspapers and anything that's in the media um, about people with learning disability or autism labels. Um, some of them are really positive, some of them are really negative. And um, we've been looking through that and some of the things that are gonna be in the performance are kind of based around that. Um, and a lot of it is to do with about, about your voice and how a voice to a mermaid is really important. Um, and about how you get to use your voice and things like that. So it should be really cool. It should be beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah that's kind of it. Did you want to like talk a bit about the process of making the um, the mermaid? Yeah, of course. So um, the mermaid uh, is going to be luring people into our amphitheatre area in the Four Mills Garden. And um, it's also going to mark the beginning of our memorial garden. Um, and it's to remember somebody very important. Um, so it's inspired by some sand sculptures that this person used to make. Um, and it's, we've kind of built the frame for the mermaid. So it's got, um, it's got like a metal frame and we're going to build um, with chicken wire around it and mesh. And then um, we've been talking to a gentleman from Totnes called Malcolm, who makes sculptures down there. And he's kind of told us how we need to make it. So we've now got the materials to do that. We've also been um, this morning, actually, me, Dominic, Michelle, no, me, Dominic, Rebecca and Otis have been to Exeter City Council dump um, to go and see the guys at Odyssey who do amazing work. Um, to collect some sea rubbish. Yeah. So we're going to hopefully stuff our mermaid full of sea rubbish and then make a beautiful world all around her. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah and, and we're hoping to get the mermaid finished. Actually, we will get the mermaid finished by the end of January, which marks the end of our um, Sea Shepherd fundraiser. Uh, so it's all going to hopefully come together then. That makes sense. So the like you're using sea rubbish to make something a yeah. piece of art, and that's connected to the sea shepherd in that way. Yeah, totally. So um, we part of what we can I talk about sea shepherd and say what we're going to do there. Um, so sea shepherd, our fundraiser in January is going to be based on junkery. Uh, junkery is something that we do every year, and basically it's about saving all of that junk from Christmas and turning it into something beautiful. Um, there's so much waste that goes that goes into landfill basically over the Christmas period um, and we want to do something about it. 
Um, the other part of jan- junkery that we always do is we try and get as much exercise as possible. And what we've done in the past is we've gone to collect things like driftwood and shells. But what we're going to do this year that we weren't able to do last year because of COVID um, is we're going to go litter picking on beaches. Um, and we're going to get as much litter as possible. Stuff we can use to build onto the mermaid we will use in our four mills garden. And other stuff we'll just recycle. Um, so our Sea Shepherd thing is going to be um, collecting like um, a certain amount of bin bags and we're going to walk a certain amount of steps. I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head, oh. um, but they are written down somewhere and they'll, they'll be advertised on our social media. Um, and then the end of the month is going to be the completed mermaid and it's going to be a run in the sea. So some cold water. So if you want to sponsor any of us or um, donate to Sea Shepherd, then let us know and we'll we'll make that happen. That'd be brilliant. Mm, cool. <coughs> yeah. And then, can I just talk a little bit about that? Now? Yeah. 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 So um, something that we would love, love, love. So we always try and collect as much uh, Christmas waste as possible. Uh, for junkery um we would like your help we would like your rubbish please so if you've got a secret santa gift that you're like oh great thanks Uh, what am i going to do with that you know it's funny at the moment but not brilliant now or you've got christmas cracker toys or weird things that you're getting christmas crackers these days that you're never going to use um all of that stuff we would like it please any um yeah any any plastic waste really Um, please, please can we have it? And any clothes that you think, oh God, I'm never going to wear that. Why did Aunt Muriel buy me that? Um, We'll have it because we might be able to make it into a beautiful new piece of clothing. Um, Yes, all of that stuff. All of that stuff. We would love it, please. How how easy was it to stuff the mermaid with litter? Well, Ethan, (laughs) we haven't done it yet. (laughs) Oh, so that, that that we're going to be stuffing the mermaid in December. Um, so um, I don't know. We'll wait and see, won't we? <laughs> oh, so how was this all planned? Nah, that's not a question, is it? That is a question. Um, so like I said, the mermaid is a memorial for somebody. Um, and we kind of guessed a lot of it, I'll be honest, about how we're going to build it. And, and then Lindsay put us in touch with the lovely Malcolm from Totnes, and he makes animal sculptures that are around Totnes and have been for seven years and they're still going strong. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna use some of his suggestions. Um, Can I just add a little note? Obviously we recorded this in December. So yeah, the mermaid's probably done by the time you hear this. Oh, we'll have stuffed her and know what we're doing by then totally. (laughs) She'll be great. Life. Yeah. This is the, the life section of the podcast. Uh, in this section, we're going to talk, uh, talk a bit about the organisation uh, Sea Shepherd, um, why it matters, and why we've chosen it for fundraising for Junkery. So, Dominic, did you want to start off by <laughs> talking a bit about why, why Sea Shepherd? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so Sea Shepherd, this isn't the first year that we've raised funds for them. So I think we did it last year, possibly even the year before as well. I don't know. I think that was pre-me. Was it? Yeah. Pre- was it? Um, I don't know. BR. Before Rog. <laughs> um, 
So Sea Shepherd is the only charity that I give money to personally. Um, the reason I give money to Sea Shepherd is because what I think they do has a real value. So um, what they do is they protect animals and the coast itself and the coastlines. Um, and they do that through activism and kind of, I guess, direct action. So there are a number of ships and they intercept whaling ships and so on. And they collect um, like fishing waste or what the area is called but what's the, um, the annual thing where they club seals and whales and things it's horrible so they massively oh, I don't campaign know. about things yeah. like that so they just care about the you know the wildlife and the ecosystem that they're in um, originally Sea Shepherd well before Sea Shepherd existed there, there's Greenpeace which I'll say correctly um, and it was co-founded and one of the co-founders mm. of Greenpeace went off and set up Sea Shepherd and my understanding is that he didn't think there was enough direct action being taken um, by Greenpeace, so, so set up right. this charity that does exactly that. So instead of mm. just you know campaigning and lobbying and whatever, which they do do as well, they get themselves directly involved with the issues that are going on. So the reason that we, I guess, fundraise for them is because I I think they're really cool um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, put forward the cool argument stronger than other arguments, except for obviously for the bigger issue yeah. because we still fundraise for them. Um, so if you give Sea Shepherd a quick Google and go to Google Images, they've got lots of ships that they use to intercept, like I said, whaling and, uh, and so on. So obviously it's a really expensive thing to be doing and it's something that lots of other organisations and governments aren't doing. So yeah. that's why it's important. So, you know, decreasing waste in the oceans, looking out for the wildlife, you know, things that become extinct and things like whales, for example, you know, if their migration patterns change or they or they stop existing, that will have a huge impact on the, on the ecosystem. So, um, I guess that's why, um, but it's yeah. just because we think what they do is important. That's like that's the main, the main bit. Yeah. So um, for sure. Why why see Sep Shepherd in particular in relation to the whole junk question? Well, I suppose so. Does it? <laughs> no, I suppose it ties into our junkery um, stuff, doesn't it? Because the kind of focus of so junkery is um, something we run every January um, to try and do our bits of like combat all the waste um, from Christmas and that whole idea of like the consumerism, buying lots of stuff and then it sort of gets thrown out, doesn't it? So last last year we did um, like lots of litter picking, for example. So I suppose to try and stop that getting making its way into nature. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of waste, like, I don't know the stats, but obviously ends up in the city. Well, I've got a statistic here that um, Abby Innocent threw in. So, as you were saying, so this, this year, so um, instead of just uh, picking up plastic from around Crediton, oh, yeah, because last year we were going to go out um, and do beach combing and stuff, but because of the restrictions, yeah, we, we stayed around here. So, hopefully, January 2022, we'll see us roaming around um, beaches. I don't know, South Devon, North Devon. Maybe a bit of both. Um, and the aim is to try and pick up 31 bags of rubbish from beaches. Which to me sounds massive. That's 31 bags? Yeah, yeah, that sounds huge. It's one a day. That's a huge amount of rubbish. It's um, quite a lot. What, I imagine we could. What I, I imagine we could as well. I think it's totally possible. I don't think there's any reason. Oh, yeah. And then apparently we dump... So this was the statistics. We dump 88 million metric tonnes of plastic in the sea each year. Which is the equivalent to 57,000 blue whales. So we're going to try and walk 57,000 steps. 
they are now. They are now. They are now. <laughs> they are now. Um, it's quite uh, interesting because um, Tony Ties is like a Crediton based, like based around with Crediton in Mid Devon, yeah, yeah. which mm. is quite near the sea. But I guess we also do like stuff by the sea as well. Yeah, totally. So obviously we work in a 30 mile radius of Crediton. Um, but a lot of the guys that access what we do come from Exmouth and whatnot, and we've done um, kind of away trips, and all of us obviously, I mean, we've done surfing and whatnot, Um, so... Mm. Uh, Sandy Bay and those sort of places. And just because we're not in contact with something, it doesn't mean that it's not important. So like a lot of the stuff that we do for Big Issue, Big Issue's a national organisation. You know, if... should care about more than what you can just see, you know. Mm. It's also part of that, having an impact on a a wider scale, isn't it? So I suppose, you know, about fundraising stuff, you're sort of impacting something much bigger than you. We often get mistaken for a charity, don't we? Yeah. So part of that is... Obviously, we're a community interest company, so we believe we create things of value, um, and we don't necessarily rely on charitable donations, you know, do projects and whatever. but if we're in a position where we're doing fine, everything's going good, which I guess it, I mean, I guess it kind of is. Seems to be going um, pretty well. Then why wouldn't we give something else back? Why wouldn't we support charitable organisations, causes that we think are worthwhile? So who knows? After next year or whatever, we might change who who we're supporting. It might we, you know, might redirect, yeah. or maybe not. Maybe not. Um, it kind of all depends what we think is worthwhile and what we're engaging with at the time. Um, yeah. Think that's it. How do people? Yeah. Well, there's there's at least some. Um, so there's so the people that are taking part in. So the the idea is we're gonna have like sponsorship forms for the people that want to take part in the litter picking, and the walking. So we're gonna try and walk fifty seven thousand steps, and pick up the thirty one bags of litter, and end it with the cold water. Submersion. Well, I say submersion, like a swim in the sea. Um, yeah, or maybe hold on to them to float, but make sure you hold on to them and don't <laughs> just let them go into the sea. There is a thing in Timmouth actually on Boxing Day, so everyone gets up in the early in the morning, gets yeah. like fancy dress on, and just like runs into you the sea. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never do it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I never do it. This year's this year's the one. This is the one time I could. <laughs> oh, you should. You should, though. I'll be in bed. I'll be in bed. Are you, what time is it? Are you going to do it at the end of January, though? I, c- I will do it at the end of January. Yeah? yeah. You heard it here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say it, actually. If you do it, I'll do it. Yeah, so I think we're going to try and speak to. I'm banking on you not doing it. <laughs> Probably not. I'll do it in the new year, though. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it for a good cause. <laughs> do it for a good cause. Well, that's it. So that's the one way you can. Um, uh, we're going to raise money is through people's um, ah, sponsorship forms. Sponsorship um, the other way I imagine we're going to set up a GoFundMe page like we did last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should we set that up today? Yeah, let's set up today. We, yeah. And then if you head to our Instagram page or Facebook page, the link there, yep. it'll bring up a whole bunch of stuff. And one of those things will we'll be say fundraising. to our Sea Shepherd Fundy thing. Yes. Yes, it will. Right. Cool. Also, if you end up picking up litter, let us know. Share it. Because if I mean, if we're doing it as this like event, if people could do it all the time, we wouldn't need to do an event. We wouldn't need to fund. It would become, it, you know, there'll be no reason to support Sea Shepherd if we actually took care of it. Yeah. Like, 
that would be cool. Is it worth giving people a hashtag to do that with? <laughs> Should we use the same hashtag that we use for the other litter picking stuff? Yeah, what's that? Junkery? It was credit and clean up. Um, credit and clean up. Junkuary. Yeah. Actually, even if you're not picking things up at the sea, you can pick things up elsewhere. Rubbish is rubbish yeah. at the end of the day. That's it. If you've got any cool, like, I don't know, upcycling or recycling or projects that you're doing, hashtag junkery. Tag us in. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right, on that note, thanks very much. <laughs> thanks, mm. Tom. All right. Thank you. Excellent. Goodbye. <laughs>